Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are, uh, End Times Friday, uh, middle of May. Good morning. And, uh, we're excited about to keep sharing about What's going on? We'll we'll continue the discussion of uh, churches. Uh, last uh, t- week uh, we had a little interlude, mm-hmm. and uh, we talked uh, uh, through a question really about uh, preparation. Uh, went through the uh, uh, discussion of uh, you know what God says to be to do things to get prepared to follow Him. Uh, we even went through that parable that he actually talks about the end times of right, the ten with virgins. The ten virgins, of, yeah. Uh, that some some were prepared, others weren't, um, and implied that they were instructed to be prepared, but they kind of just said it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who cares, really? Because I'm sure he'll take care of us. And it really uh, was stimulated by your question of, well, isn't it? And people, and by the way, I, I have a lot of situations where people. Uh, wind up in this pickle, uh, and they say that, um, you know, I'm going to be in this situation where where I say, I mm-hmm. trust I trust God, uh, get into a financial investment or get into a business situation or even a family situation. Well, I'm going to just trust God, and isn't that a demonstration mm-hmm. of faith? Because I'm completely dependent on God making it work, and if it doesn't work, right. uh, you know, then it not, and and then they wind up in trouble, and God doesn't come through for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say, yeah, because faith, it isn't a generic faith. It's uh, trust. Is we trust the person who is speaking it to us, uh, mm-hmm. and there is a there that you know that it's a little bit confused with faith that uh, I trust God and I'm willing to walk with him because I know who he is. He's, he right. is trustworthy. He will deliver what he says. And by the way, there's scriptures all over the place. Uh, God will fulfill what he speaks. He will perform mm-hmm. what he says. Uh, Abraham in, in uh, Romans 14, 21, Abraham was persuaded that right. what God's, God promised he would perform. Um, by the way, he was persuaded by <laughs> experiencing God doing that uh, mm-hmm. and fulfilling it, uh, so that uh, and then people wind up in trouble and said, "Well, I, I took this super risk tr- to trust God," and God said, "Well, actually, I never asked you to do that. Mm, uh, that wasn't right. that wasn't my will." Interesting enough, and this is very profound, very tricky. He said, "When you children, male, male and female, men and women." You decide what you think is a good idea, mm-hmm. even even out of a heart of well, I'm going to demonstrate that I trust you. Mm-hmm. He said that alone is walking in the flesh, right? And he said the reason why is very simple. 
because you didn't what? You didn't talk to me. Didn't stop and ask, yeah. So, you know, and again, the, one of the great examples in scriptures is, uh, this is in Matthew 16, uh, where Peter, you know, who do you say that I am? Uh, you're John the Baptist, you're Jeremiah, you're Elijah. Well, who do you guys say I am? Peter says, you're, mm-hmm. the, you're the Christ, the Messiah, the son of the living God. He says, that's been revealed to you by the Father, hallelujah, upon this understanding of revelation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to build my church. It's not building it on Peter per se. It's building it right. on the fact that he had revelation. And the, and the power of that revelation is supernatural that you can join, you can bind Satan off, and you can loose the power of heaven. Mm-hmm. He says, he says, well done, Peter, a spiritual giant. Uh, hey, by the way, I am going to my death. I'm going to, I'm going to be dead. I'm going to be raised again in three days, but I am going to get killed. Mm-hmm. And Peter says, I will never let that happen to you. Um, I will make sure that never happens. And God says, get behind me what? Get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, Satan. So he went from being completely holy to Satan, that you're following Satan. He said, because, and he explains it. Mm-hmm. You have the things of men, not the things of God. Right. Peter. And it's so easy for us to flip. I mean, just like Peter did from moment to moment, you know, in one moment I can be hard after God and see it clearly and asking him and listening to his instruction. And then I can turn around and hijack his plan and take that little bit of instruction and decide I know exactly and I'm running with it instead of staying with him in the process and continuing the dialogue like, you know, Jesus would constantly be in dialogue with the father and only do what the father told him to do. And that's our example, really. Yeah, I was dealing with a young couple uh, and they were going through a a time of of conflict and stress and, and I just... You know, God just said, well, ask her what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she lists down all these things. And <laughs> Whoa. Um, uh, And I said, well, do you think everything you're doing is a good idea? Yeah. And, I, and, and what she was doing was uh, worship team, uh, practice Sundays, every Sunday, mm-hmm. five Bible studies. Right. I mean, all good things, All right? good things, good you know, things. active at the yeah. church, doing this, doing that. Um, she's in the process of a variety of things happening. And... Um, it was, well, you're really interesting enough, and I took her to, to Matthew 16, you're actually following Satan, you're not following mm-hmm. God, because you forgot something. Mm-hmm. You didn't ask him what is what is his desire for you and what he wants you to fulfill. And I can tell you, and, I, and, and, and there's, it's kind of clear, mm-hmm. because you, you've told me that you're really tired. Right. That you're really weary, you're wearing down. You're not enjoying any of the things you're doing because you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of uh, You think is a good idea, and I understand that. But the things of God is, well, are you willing to follow me completely? And Peter, I know you're struggling with what I said. That's okay. Mm-hmm. What I would have liked you to do is to come and talk to me about it. Right. Jesus, I'm... You know, what you just said bothers me. Is What are you saying about that? What are we supposed to do with this? Are we supposed to mm-hmm. let this happen? Are we, aren't we supposed to protect? I mean, he said, I would have had a great dialogue with you. Right. But you didn't have a heart to hear. You decided, I'm going to do. He said, that's where the problem is. Right. And I think we can relate to that so often. Oh, man, that's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's our nature. 
It is. Okay, I got it. And look at this good (laughs) idea. Uh, So um, when we think about, last time we talked about preparation. Um, what what are some of the questions that you're getting about preparation? And I, I can share a few a few of the ones that I'm getting. Usually, the things that I'm getting um, are are really on the practical side. Um, you know, a lot of times it's people asking, you know, what's God telling you? Which I always <laughs> kind of have to talk them through that. Um, of, you know, what's God telling you to do? Should I be blah blah blah? And they're wanting to come to me and ask what God is saying we should be doing. Yeah, And so I'm, of course, booting them back to you should be asking God what you should be doing. Um, but a lot of it comes around physical preparation and, OK, there is a supply chain shortage, a lot of a lot of talk on food and, um, you know, what's going on with the food industry and the plants and, you know, just different things like that. But really, most of what I'm hearing um, to be honest from people is about physical preparation and how to keep themselves provided for and safe and comfortable um, and less about preparation of where's your heart at yeah which I think is the bigger the bigger preparation that needs to be going on well there is some both and and God will definitely lead us I think if we are neglecting one over the other that's there's a, there's a problem there yeah um, when people ask me and they ask me similar questions um, one is uh, you know I say well first of all um, are you in the pattern of your heart learning to process everything with God, which includes this? That's and good. It's, it's a legitimate, legitimate it is question. It's a legitimate question, and he wants uh, to answer those things. That's part of the answer. And he uses that thought mm-hmm. when you say, huh, um, should, should, based upon what I'm observing, should I be concerned about this? Right. Um, should we do something differently? And see, God knows the answer to that, mm-hmm. uh, and you and you have a thought. And then, secondly, I say this: um, Do you have a community mm-hmm. around you that can process life together, so that um, when the church started, you know, with Pentecost, mm-hmm. uh, they met in small homes. They met in homes, right. basically. Um, so it's groups of yeah, maybe up to twenty, maybe, and that would be that would be a lot. But they would they could do that. Um, well, remember, there there's two things going on for sure. Mm-hmm. They're under a totalitarian Roman government, right? Uh, with centurions and the sold hundred soldiers everywhere, armed, watching what you're doing, right? Uh, and it's like, well, how do we? How do we manage that? Mm-hmm. Number two is that now because of what happened with Jesus, who's against them? All kinds of people are against yeah. them now. They're, yeah. they're fellow, they're neighbors, mm-hmm. they're Pharisees, the Sadducees. They're working hard to come against you because we don't mm-hmm. want you promoting. And by the way, everybody to start with was Jewish. Mm-hmm. So these are Messianic Jews now. So it's not like, well, we don't even care what the Jews think. Is that they they care, you know, and they're part right. of they're part of that fabric, and and so um, and and a lot of that is part of their family and their family family, I mean, me- family members, family yeah, members. Absolutely. Yeah, there's there's some real conflict. So a lot of the there. discussion was around. Um, I got this problem with. 
the, these people that are trying to persuade me differently or do something differently or, mm-hmm. or come against me, including I've got relatives that are really mm-hmm. unhappy with me. Uh, and they would go to God together. Okay, we as mm-hmm. a community, we're going to go to God together. And he said there was amazing supernatural stuff that happened all the time mm-hmm. of resolution uh, that God, God gave them. Uh, so that um, uh, it, was, it was a beautiful experience because I had community. So I say, you know, do you have, are you, one of the things is, are you seeking and having other people that have a heart to hear with you? Because it's going right. to get tricky. Can we talk about that yeah. for just a second? Because as you were talking, I just was struck by this thought. Um, I think that there are, I believe, I, and I don't know this for fact, I believe that there are a lot of Christians whose eyebrows are being raised at everything that's going on. They're questioning, but even with other Christians, they're hesitant to go into conversation about could this be the end or could this, because they don't want to sound like a whack job. Yeah. And, and I mean, honestly, you know, and so in that hesitation, they are holding back from authentic community, discussing and really bringing it up and bringing it to the Lord together to say, hey, what of this are we should we be paying attention to? And and how do we do that? Because we don't want to look like the cult or we don't want to look like that. You know, I mean, all of these things that um, that honestly, I think the enemy uses to keep us silent and from having discussion on these things together. Yeah. I think there there is an element of that. Do you see that too? Yeah, absolutely. And the, it's um, it's around the idea of, um, you know, hearing from God, uh, because a lot of people, a lot of believers consider that to be kind of avant-garde and, and a little mm-hmm. bit strange. Right. Um, and their experience uh, can be from the extreme that there, you know, that there's been pictures on TV and others where, mm-hmm. you know, people are not being knocked over. Or you can see, and eh, I don't know about that healing. That right, I don't know if right. that was really true. And uh, uh, it seems out of the essence of the way God operates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they they reject it. They tend to reject mm-hmm. it. Or like, eh, if you know, if, uh, I've heard stories of you know, and I and I've. I've heard them I've, I've read them yeah where literally uh there, there was uh this is uh, gosh this is 15 20 years ago a, a big 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 church in korea mm-hmm. uh massive beautiful uh had great small group ministry uh i actually had heard the guy speak once in america great preacher and he got he got off with the end is coming Mm-hmm. It's going to be here in September. Literally, he said it's going to be here in September. So mm-hmm. everybody, sell your stuff wow. and, and get ready to come because we're all going to be raptured. Right. And they did it. Mm. Um, and it was a mess. And they right. were, <laughs> by the way, it didn't happen as we know. Yeah. Uh, well, and as we know, the Bible says that no one knows the time yeah, or day. So yeah. whenever uh, you hear somebody say they know it and they put a date to it, Please run the other way. Yeah, go, yeah, don't go with that. <laughs> you know, uh, that that's not what you need to be listening to. <laughs> yeah, and that's the issue is that um, the key is they were following a person, mm-hmm. not God. Right. Uh, because God knew the truth, and if they if somebody would have said, "Well, I don't know about this God," you know, what do you got to say about this? Mm-hmm. God would have said, "No, do not. I don't want you to do. That. That's not my will for you. That no, it's right. not the right time. No." 
uh, oh, okay, got it. Um, and, and you got to have a group around you that, that healthily says, we're willing to process in a very pleasant, peaceful, yeah. joyful way, you know, what do you have to say? Uh, and as you're looking at that community, there's enough evidence of all this stuff that's going on. Here, here's, here's the way I've approached yeah. it, is that we, we can see with all the things that we've been through in discussing this, particularly Israel coming back as a nation, is that mm-hmm. uh, it's possible that in our lifetime we could see the very end. Right. Um, and all these things are happening. So it's possible. Okay, Father, I'd like to, like to learn about that. And then two is that, I, I, and the way I approach it with, with, with others in, in our, our group is, let's assume it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's still yet to come, and we won't even be living when it comes. I can, t- but I do have one insight. It's going to get tough, right? Uh, things are going to get tough, um, and so if I, in a sense, I'm in, I'm in the first century Rome, mm-hmm. and things aren't that easy, and they're not simple, and they're not easy to follow. Well, Father, I need a community that's going to help me maneuver that. Uh, to right. get prepared for it, so so preparation and uh, and preparation is given that it's going to be different, mm-hmm. particularly things that we've seen now with supply chain issues and things right. like you were talking about baby formula. Um, right. There's a <laughs> uh, just read this this morning. It's really funny. Uh, uh, and the uh, there's a government. Uh, they're proposing a law <laughs> that the government uh, makes sure that we and everybody has baby formula. Uh, which is to me hilarious uh, that a government can can make sure that that happens. It's like, well, it's supply chain, you know, and uh, right. you know you can't you can't demand that it's going to happen. But that's what they're thinking of. Well, we, we got a problem. Let's have the government fix it, you know. And uh, so it's kind of hilarious. But um, as we look mm-hmm. at uh, preparation, uh, it's just to be aware of it and in a healthy way. And, and see what we're saying about how you hear from God. It's beautiful, it's direct, it's mm-hmm. wonderful, it's peaceful, it's joyful, it's not strange. And by the way, there's confirmation that right. comes from your spouse, that comes from your inner circle. And from your small group. Your so, small yeah. group of, uh, well, what are you hearing? What are you understanding? Mm-hmm. And uh, the walk with God, the abiding with God is, is really a special privilege that, uh, remember Jesus said to his disciples, uh, I'm going away. Mm-hmm. And they said, we don't want you to go away. Uh, right. Why? You know, he said, well, actually, it's to your benefit. Uh, he says that in the way that you acted with me, which think about it every day, what did they do? <laughs> mm-hmm. What are you, you going to do today? You know, what, what are we going to experience today? And we could ask any question we want directly to Jesus. Right. Physically. He said, in that same way. You're going to be able to keep doing that because the Holy Spirit's going to be resident in you, and you're going to hear His voice, and you could ask Him anything you want all day long, all day long. Seven. And He's going to He's and His job is to direct direct your mm-hmm. life, and and we'll be in the same place that mm-hmm. you've been in. You'll, you that relationship isn't going to change, and it was very beautiful, and it was very wonderful, and it was in the way He described it is what and what we're trying to help people understand. It's not a funky thing. Right. It's a it's a relationship as if you're walking down the path with Jesus physically there. 
Right. How would you Absolutely. talk to them? You wouldn't talk to them in a strange way. You wouldn't fall over all the time. You would <laughs> You would just, well, I have a question for you. Uh, what about this? What about that? Um, you'd be dialoguing all it'd the be, time. It'd be dialoguing, right? you know. And so uh, when you think of uh, uh, the process, think of the disciples and the conversations that they had. Mm-hmm. Or another beautiful uh, example is Christ at the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Right. Uh, is uh, It was such a beautiful way of, you know, hey, would you get me some water? And, uh, you know, hey, I could give you living water. What's that? Uh, right. Uh, you'll never have to thirst again. Hey, give me that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, go get your husband. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a husband. Yeah, I know you got, you have, you're, you've had five and the one you're with isn't your husband now. Uh, right. I perceive you're a prophet. Uh, I don't want to talk about this anymore. You know, so, uh, okay, all right. Uh, but he led her in this beautiful conversation. That's what that's what walking in the spirit's all about. Yeah, uh, and each part of that conversation brought back another layer of what he wanted to reveal. Yeah, and by the way, she ultimately really cool. said, uh, "Well, if the Messiah were here," and he says, "That's me." Yeah. That's you. Yes. Hallelujah, fantastic. He said, I'm, I'm going to go get, she went and got the whole town. Right. And brought him out and said, I found the Messiah. Uh, mm. And he told me everything I knew about my life, you know, and he led her, he led her from a simple, get me some water mm-hmm. to the whole town comes to hear what he has to say. Right. And the, the, the spiritual dynamic of talking to God, hearing God's voice is that. It's just mm-hmm. a beautiful, simple walk. And he does cool stuff along the way to demonstrate. Uh, and in this issue of preparation, Linda and I had a really unusual thing happen. Um, uh, this is probably four or five months ago. We we, we came home. Uh, oh, I know this story, we came, don't I? <laughs> yeah, we, we came home from uh, being out to dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed, uh, and we, when we drive up our driveway, we can see the front door. And I noticed that the higher, the whole thing is full of boxes. Uh, so, you know, I get, I get out of the garage, go in the house, come out to the door, and the, the boxes are uh, three and a half feet long and two and a half feet wide and about uh, 18 inches high. Mm-hmm. And there's 11 of them, and they're piled up in front. Of, I can't even open the door. Uh, and I said to Linda, what did you buy? <laughs> right. She said, I, nothing. I don't know. What is it? You know, what did you buy? You know, nothing. You know, so we, we get a box. Uh, it's got our, uh, all 11 had our names on it and address. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're from Walmart. Right. Uh, and I thought, what the? Uh, and so I opened one up and I see that it is, this, you know, supply stuff. I said, well, we didn't order any of this. So I call Walmart. I said, you guys made a mistake. Um, I don't know what happened, but you delivered 11 boxes to us, which we did not order. And she said, well, just bring them back to the store. I said, I can't. I can't even get them in my car. I said, you got to come and get them. She says, okay, hold on a minute. So she uh, checks on it and says, um, we didn't send them to you. I said, what? I can show you a picture. They're on my front door with your, with your, your coming. So somehow they got here. Coming, coming. For, she says, she says, I know that you received them from us, mm-hmm. but we never sent them. I don't have That's any record. Crazy. I don't have any record of it sending. And uh, so keep it. I, we can't take it back. I said, what do you mean you can't take it back? 
Yeah. We don't, we don't, this isn't our stuff. They can't take it back because they have no record of it. <laughs> we have no record of it. She said it's, it's way too difficult mm-hmm. to try to receive something back that we have no record of. So just keep it all. I said, you want me to keep all 11 of these boxes and you just want me to keep them. Right. Yes. We and can. This, was, this was filled with staples, right? Well, this is it. So, okay. Oh. So uh, then, all right. Okay. You know, so then we'd bring them in, start bringing them in, uh, open it up. Uh, it's uh, all the supplies that would be short supplied in a difficult time. Uh, it was uh, soap, shampoo, uh, toilet paper, paper mm-hmm. towels. Uh, there was diapers in there. There were a whole series of, of things that were what I would call um, supplies that you would need in a shortage. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and it was like, whoa, this is amazing. Um, and so, uh, you know, we, we, re- we got it all in, you know, and we gave some away and we put stuff in storage and, uh, and we were praying, okay, God, what's, that, what's this about? Mm-hmm. Uh, he says uh, two things. He said, and you need to tell everybody. Uh, one, um, I can do things supernaturally mm. to provide for you. So don't. Which, what a beautiful reassurance, even right there. Yeah, don't Just, be don't be afraid. I sent these, mm-hmm. and I wanted you to receive them because I wanted you to know, and I want you to tell everybody, I can be your pro- let me be your provider. I'll mm-hmm. show you the way to go. Um, That's number good. number two is he said, um, I do want you to get prepared. Mm-hmm. Uh, shortages are coming up. Things are going to happen. I need you to process this further. And then learn some of the things that I need you to, to get uh, more with, uh, of things that you need to be prepared by, of the difficulty. Um, he didn't say it's the end. Uh, he mm-hmm. just said it's going to be, be more difficult um, and get ready for it. Uh, okay, so, and we've done that. So we've, uh, for example, um, one of the things, a couple of things that, that we know are, are potentially going to be in short supply is, um, uh, which actually we've, we've seen is, uh, cereal uh, and um, paper, uh, toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, so every couple months, uh, we just get a couple extra boxes uh, yeah. of cereal and a couple extra things of toilet paper. Um, and we're building a little bit of a, a supply uh, line of it. And there's other things that he's asking us to do. Um, and it's not that here's a program that somebody told me what to do. It's, right. well, what do you have for me? And he alerted me is, yeah, I need, you, I need you to consider getting prepared and you need to tell people right. to get prepared. Right. But the getting prepared goes to, it's well, go, go seek ask, him. Go seek yes, him. Ask him what? Go seek so him. So interesting is he's, is he's told you that. I think I've shared this with you before. One of the things that he's been doing with me for the last um, two years now since, oh, you know, goodness, I can't believe COVID's been going on that long. But for the last two years as we've been in this, this COVID thing, um, and supply chain shortages and all of that is he taught me, he was like, you know, I want you to learn when you go to the grocery store to listen for my prompting. Mm-hmm. I will, you go in with your list like you normally would have for your preparation for the week. And when I prompt you to grab a couple extra of something else, you just listen to me. Don't question it, do it. And so little by little, you know, and not in a hoarding way or anything, but I'd go through and, and God every week will highlight something that, you know, nope, grab a couple of those. And it's been interesting to watch how, you know, he'll literally have told me get extra of these. And then within a couple of weeks, I'll go and I won't be able to find those things anymore. 
And, you know, so it's just interesting. And, you know, a few weeks later, they're back. But nonetheless, he's just, I think for me, it is an, an opportunity. And I think this, every issue we face is an opportunity to gain greater, in, gain greater intimacy with God even down to something as uh, like this as practical supply chain and grocery shopping. He is teaching me and has continued to teach me even there, just walk with me and listen for my voice. And when I speak, respond. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's that simple. And the instruction I give you is gonna be different than, you know, my sisters and I have these conversations and it'll be funny because, you know, Karen will say, hey, I was in the grocery store and God prompted me to pick up you know, X, Y, or Z, has he been telling you that? I'm like, no, not at all. I haven't gotten that, but he's been telling me this, you know, or sometimes there's an overlap, but she lives in Florida. I live in New Hampshire. What we're facing is two different things. Right. And so he's giving us different instructions. That's right. And the community we have around us is different and who brings what to the table is different. Yeah. And so that makes the instructions different. And so we really do need to pay attention. The important thing is listening to him and asking and walking with him, uh, like you said, and, and then he will show us what we need because it is very specific to us personally. Yep, yep. And the, um, uh, you know, the aspect again of uh, community, uh, having people around you, you know, that, that process that uh, together uh, and that um, as part of all that, remember it's gonna be covenant that I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some things that I'm gonna have I want you to give away. Yes. Uh, like in this, and interesting enough, in one of these eleven boxes was a full set of dishes, uh, which, as you huh. know, Linda doesn't need any more dishes. Does not need more dishes. Right? <laughs> well, if we have more dishes, I gotta find new cabinets. You know, so uh, so I was like, okay, huh, that's interesting. Well, what do you want us to do with that? He said, he said, wait, I'll show you. Uh, right. And so then, literally a couple weeks later, uh, we were telling this story. Uh, I didn't say anything about dishes. I just said we had we had things delivered, etc. And uh, somebody was saying, uh, "Well, hey, my uh, my daughter uh, and is just getting married, um, and they need uh, one thing. They need is is dishes. They need a set of mm -hmm. dishes." Uh, and I said, hey. "I said, hey, I said here, come here." Uh, and I went and got the box and say, "Here, give it, give this, give them these dishes." Uh, That's awesome. And God says, "I know what I'm doing." Um, and yeah, I gave it to you to give away to somebody else, right? Uh, because I know and that even they, they that need is it. a picture of how he wants to use community. He could have got the dishes to them directly. Yeah, no problem. That's right. He, he could have if he had wanted to do that. But the fact that he invited you into that process and even reinforced the value of community and looking for each other's needs and responding as he leads—that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's that's amazing. a big deal. Yeah, so. Uh, preparation. We'll talk. We'll, we'll talk more about this over time. Uh, we're going to get into uh, in a few, uh, maybe a month or two, uh, about the mark of the beast, for example, um, mm. and uh, the the beginning of the tribulation. And there's a whole shift in the economic system mm -hmm. that requires the mark of the beast to participate so in. Some preparation will need to um, be made. As and that's that's one of that's one of the big questions about. Well, how do we get prepared for that? Mm -hmm. um, and that will be it. That will be a, a discussion. We'll get into more of the mark of the beast. We've talked a little bit about it, but uh, what is that? How does it work? What's it going to happen if I don't take it? Right. Um, and what if I take it, but I really, you know, want to do something different? Am I still going to have trouble? 
by taking right. the mark of the beast? And those are all legitimate questions. So yeah. we'll, And these are important uh, conversations to have. Even if this doesn't happen in my lifetime, I need to be passing this wisdom and knowledge down to my children. Exactly. So that they are prepared and they need to be passing it to their children so that wherever, because really anything like this is one generation from being, you know, if we don't talk about it and share, it, it can disappear. You see yeah. that easily. Yeah. Yep. And, and we want... We want our heritage to be one that stands on truth and knows what God has to say and is speaking. Yeah, yeah, I think God is uh, highlighting all this for everybody, and uh, we just pray that you'll uh, receive it and process it. And you send us questions at AFJ, uh, questions at AFJMinistry.com, questions at AFJMinistry.com, and we'll continue on. And we'll uh, we'll uh, next week we'll we'll keep going with this. So, uh, Kathy, it's fun, and we'll uh, we'll so see it see it Monday. Sounds great. And I just would challenge everybody who's listening today, too, if you are someone like what I spoke about that um, is hesitant to bring this up in community, um, be the brave one and just go ahead and ask the question. (laughs) Bring it up to your group, because I think you would be surprised how many are wanting to talk about this and are hesitant to actually bring it up. Yeah, that's right. That's good. um, God has given you community for a reason. So thanks so much for sharing. Have a great day, everyone. All right. See you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.